0: So the five R's of zero waste are refusing, so that just means trying not to basically buy what you don't need, or accepting free things. Reducing, reducing means you want to buy as little as possible, and then there's reusing or repurposing, then there's recycling, and then the last one is rot. So can it be brought back into the earth, can it be composted?
1: Pregnancy, birth, parenting. It means so many different things to so many different people. What does living a healthy reproductive life mean in the context of reproductive justice? Our birth conversations are the kind that often get left out of the mainstream. I promise, like life, we'll leave you with some answers, but perhaps more questions. These are birth conversations that matter. These are the birth talks. Are you ready?
0: So, hi everyone. I'm Mai. Um, I am a mother of one uh, toddler, a little boy. Um, uh, for work, I am a professional uh, photographer, videographer, and graphic designer. Um, I also have a small um, e-business on the side, um, selling sort of sustainable Greener goods and uh, um, locally made goods, um, as well as I also founded a nonprofit called Art in Action, which provides free art workshops for youth facing multiple barriers in RVET, Nunavut, and in Ottawa. So I kind of um, multitask a little bit, um, but mostly my work is very Uh, entrepreneurial based and uh, creative
1: just for the listeners out there we actually yes we each have the same name so it's pretty awesome and I'm sure it won't (laughs) confuse you not very often (laughs) well our voices sound different so I'm sure people will will be able to tell the difference I came across your YouTube video the title is woman shares her zero-waste lifestyle experience It got 513,000 views Um, and I clicked it, and I saw that you were from Ottawa, I was so excited, you're a woman of colour, because I don't see a lot of other women of colour out there doing zero-waste parenting, so I was really inspired by it, uh, (laughs) which is why I wanted to contact you and learn more about what what your journey was like going into um, a zero-waste lifestyle with with your son.
0: Um, In the beginning, uh, like when I first had my son, I wasn't um, living a zero-waste lifestyle, or or I wasn't, you know, considering this to be a possibility at the time. Um, and it sort of, it happened, I think one day, it was like a garbage day or something, and I was like walking with him. And I was just kind of overwhelmed by how much garbage there was on the street. I know that sounds kind of silly. And then um, just like everything sort of got Exasperated. You know, when you, like, see something and then you can't stop seeing it. So it was just everywhere I looked, it just became more and more um, sort of in my face. And then um, I looked in my fridge and I was like, wow, like, I definitely produce a lot of waste. And at the time, one week before I decided to go... Uh, to, to like, commit to, well, trying to commit to living the zero-waste lifestyle, I actually um, went looking for a larger garbage can. So um, I went from, like, getting, you know, I had, like, this beautiful blue garbage can that my cousin, I think it was my cousin, who wasn't using anymore, and she was, like, or hadn't even used it. And she was, like, oh, I have this. Like, you know, you wanted one. I, like when to use it and then one week later I went from having a larger garbage can to trying to have no garbage can. So it was very, um, yeah, it was kind of like a, I was very extreme and not a lot of people, you know, can do this or want to do it um, and I wouldn't recommend doing it but I was like from scratch, like, you know, it was all or nothing.
1: And then suddenly overnight, you said, "I'm gonna. I'm just gonna do it."
0: Yeah, I mean, like I would, didn't really know that was even a term, right? So, but I had been over time, like um, slowly reducing my waste. Like I stopped buying plastic water bottles. Um, I was kind of mindful of my consumption and kind of uh, the things and where I wanted to purchase things, but it was never like something that I, you know been in the forefront of my mind that you know this was a term that people live by or you know became sort of this trend but um yeah but I never really considered like jumping in and then um so there was a series of, of events and then you know when you like research stuff and you try to like you want to learn more about things so you see other people doing them So I think it was another woman in California who I'm sure you probably have heard of, but it's a zero waste home. So I discovered her and was reading her blog and got inspired and thought, you know, well, she can do it, then I can do it too. So that's kind of how I started and fell into it. But it wasn't wasn't like, um, I didn't do it right off the bat, like when my son was born, right? Like, so he was, I think maybe, two or something i can't remember now um but he was still in diapers and he was like transitioning so i had like been like okay i'm gonna try this so um cloth diapers like just the learning curve of like using cloth diapers and like all of those things that come because i
1: what i find really inspiring about you is that um you actually didn't start off like this and you were kind of like this uh, I, I don't want to say typical mom, but you were, let's say, the average mum who who just is wanting to take care of her baby and you were using plastic diapers. So it wasn't until he was two that he actually started using cloth. So to, can you, do you want to share with me a bit about the transition, what that experience was like, kind of starting to use cloth diapers?
0: Yeah, so I was, I think, I, I want to say he must have been three. Because he, I got pretty lucky, like, um, he was, wasn't was in diapers during the day, like if I can remember this correctly. And he was using diapers um, in the evenings, like at night. Um, and so the, the nighttime training and then the cloth diapers and all of that was like a huge learning curve for me. So I um, lived in an apartment at the time and I didn't have my own washing machine or anything. So I would like soak the cloth diapers and like vinegar and water overnight and then have like one spare one. And um, I just remember it being really challenging. And also um, the thoughts like going through my mind of like, is this even better because of how much water I'm using? Like, I feel like I'm using, you know, um, and I may be like not producing this one thing, but then I'm like consuming all of this water, like just trying to clean them, because um, i I didn't want to, I didn't feel comfortable like throwing them in the the same washing machine that like, you know, however many people use in my apartment. So I was just doing it at home.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's I've heard that from a lot of people um, in terms of whether cloth is is better than plastic because of the water being used so you're you're kind of going through the, those same thoughts
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and then like you know like not like to be very like graphic here but you know you're like rinsing some stuff like you might like put the poop in the toilet but then you're like rinsing the rest of it in like the sink or the bathtub or wherever and that's not like supposed to be going through like a water you know like it usually goes through a different water filtration so all of these things are like going through my head and um I'm just really glad that like I didn't uh, I didn't have to do it for very long because he he it was maybe about a month or so being in cloth diapers before he was like I'm ready to not wear them at all so I was pretty lucky (laughs) mm yeah What
1: are your thoughts on on cloth diapers uh, now, having gone through this journey of zero-waste parenting?
0: Um, I probably would if I decided to have, or, you know, we decided to have, because I'm not um, a single parent anymore. In that video, I know that I I was at the time. So um, now I do have a very loving partner. But um, if we decided to have a child together... um, I would still want to use cloth diapers. Um, When I was trying them, my friend actually uh, had saved all of hers from when her son was, you know, or her children were like babies. So that's, I was using, you know, I was using her older ones or whatever. So I don't know. I felt like okay doing that. I probably would, you know, try to do that again. Because like, again, you know, this, like, journey has, like, made me, like, realize that even though we're not producing a lot of garbage, it still takes a lot of resources to create these things that are supposed to be, you know, um, less wasteful, and even things like cotton and, and everything like that, there's, like, a lot of resources and water and, and energy that goes into, like, creating them, so, I don't know, it's just kind of tricky, so, like, I it's like a fine balance between realizing you know what you can do and also being aware of everything that does go into making that a thing
1: right so when you when you entered into zero waste parenting um so you were parenting on your own at the time Uh yeah so what was tell me about the journey of of getting started so you woke up the next day and were like I've got to get rid of this huge garbage can that I have.
0: Yeah, I was, like, really, yeah, I was really, really, I would say I was really extreme. Like, I probably, um, I have maybe, like, a little bit of OCD, uh, like, OCD personality. So when I want to, like, get something done, I'll just do it right away. And um, it was like that for Trying to go through all of my items. So I basically tried to go for it, like through each room, starting with like the kitchen and the bathroom and finding all of the products that were like either in plastic um, or that I was running out of that I needed to like get something um, to buy it again. And I went through like everything and like basically, not well, like made a list. I might have made a list, I don't know. I'm a list person, but um yeah, and then just like um, either donated it or uh, got rid of it, um, like gave it away, or um, tried to make it like almost immediately. Um, so it was it was like my my transition was it, like in my head, I was like, okay, if I'm gonna do this, when I'm gonna do it. Right now, and I think um, part of it is like when I was younger, I used to smoke, and um, it took me a really long time to quit. But when I when I quit smoking, it was like I just woke up the next day and I quit. And I was like, I'm never having a cigarette again. So it was like that kind of feeling.
1: Yeah, you must have like a rising moon in Scorpio because (laughs) (laughs) these extreme tendencies definitely it's like uh, resonates with myself as a Scorpio, but. so so, what did you like? So tell me, like the, the practicalities. Of, like, what did you get rid of? What did you like? What were the resources to help support you through this? What emotionally? What did you go through? What did your son? You know, did he notice? Oh yeah, um, he was probably very young at the time. Yeah, but, yeah what what happened?
0: So I'm like, like in hindsight, I know that I probably got rid of things that I didn't need to, um, and. Like, cause I was like, no plastic, none of that stuff. And now it's kind of like, well, like, you know, I probably could have still used those containers for, you know, a little bit longer, whether that's, that's just like storing some of, you know, my personal items or, or other things. Like I didn't actually have to like get rid of like plastic dishes and cups and things. Cause it was very extreme. And, um, and then, emotionally it was just like um, it was challenging because I knew I, there wasn't many people all the time um, doing this and like in Ottawa I mean at least uh, that I so a lot of my resources were mostly through like Baya or like I saw Lauren Singer like Trashless for Tossers um, but I couldn't um, find anything related to the city so I kind of went on this like I don't know maybe like this whole experience where I was like wow I'm definitely like an oddball and I'm gonna try to do all of these things and it was kind of like um, very humbling in a way like you know my ego is like I was like my ego was in the way and I just wanted to like I didn't want to like I didn't want people to like think I was weird, so it was like also insecure. and yeah, it was a whole like wide range of of emotions and 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 probably also part of it was because I was also like trying to still like um, handle being a single parent. So it was like, there was just a lot of emotions. It was a very like a wide range of them. So that was like, that was pretty challenging, but my son didn't, he was like actually really supportive. You know, we'd like go to a restaurant and I'd be like, no straw. Um, or, you know, I'd go get like a slice of food or something like a pizza one day with him. And I'm like, can you just put it in my hands? Like I don't need it in like a plate or a bag. And then, you know, their faces would be like, what? And like, no, I'm going to put it on a plate. like this one time this one time I asked for a sandwich and the and I was like don't wrap it in anything just put it in this container and I had a container with me and the lady was so taken aback that she put it on the counter like she put it on the glass countertop next to my container and I was like what (laughs) What happened she was just like I don't understand I was like I just want, I didn't want you to wrap it. Can you just put it in here? I'm going to just take it with me. But she like put it beside the container on the counter. And then then my face was like, yeah, I was like, oh, now it's on the counter. Like in my head, I didn't say it out loud. I was like, now it's on the counter with all of these germs. And then I think maybe she saw my face and she's like, well, do you want me to make a new one? I'm just going to throw this out and make a new one. I was like, that's besides the point. Just give me this one then. <laughs> like so ridiculous.
1: So what, what, um, what was it like grocery shopping? Like when you started that journey, like grocery shopping, going to restaurants, birth uh, birthday gifts, Christmas gifts? What was all that like for you?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, um... I, I almost like tried to avoid birthday parties um, because, <laughs> because I knew that um, a lot of my close friends would, you know, have like loot bags and things like that. And I just, it was almost like one of those things where at that point it was like, am I being rude by saying no to the stuff? Or am I just not going to go and then maybe like plan something just with you know, that person and their child and then have it be more like an an experience and an intimate experience. But, um, so that, that was like a thought, those, these thoughts that like went through my head, but, um, most of them, like most of my friends were really like understanding and they're like, don't worry. You know, we either found something that like we could like give you that'll be, you know, more." sustainable or whatever or we just won't give, you know, a loot bag or whatever it was. And um so that was like that was kind of like the gift gifting part of it. And my family's not really big on like Christmas or anything, so I never really had to worry about that. Um but my my partner's parents are like they, like, did not understand at all. <laughs> so it was like, all right, well, I have to, like, give and take. Like, I'm not, you know, just going to be, like, this person that's trying to be, like, bossy or, like, you know, like, in the end, it's not for for me. Like, it's, you know, my child is still, like, still needs to be a child, right? Like, he still, like, should experience, you know, grandparents and whatever they're going to do and, um so I kind of had to like give and take there and then grocery shopping was like it got easier over time um I got it was bad in the beginning because I was like horrible at trying to remember like my grocery bags or my yeah my grocery bags like my my cloth bags or whatever I was bringing so I just like hang them on the door the doorknob like um so when I left the house I'd see them and then if I didn't Um, If I didn't have them, then I would just, like, either have to skip that or, like, try to carry everything in my hand. I don't know. It was just ridiculous. But, like, (laughs) so, like, but, um, yeah, bringing my own bag and then finding um, places that, like, I could shop in bulk. And that, you know, it it actually got pretty expensive. Like, when I think of it, um, like, in hindsight, it's, like, it's not cheap. To like reduce your waste, it's it's not like it's not like the, our society is not made to like just support you know support that because like it's it's new right like it's a new it's a new thing and um, the the places that can give you good prices or like especially as a single parent. Um, those are those are the places that are like are huge corporations that can order in like huge quantities and give you lower prices so
1: yeah because what year did you start this uh 2015 2015. so for example new grocery which is the first zero waste grocery store in ottawa um didn't exist back then so it's not like you had a place to go you didn't have many other people doing this so like Like, did you have to drive further to go to the grocery stores? Which, like, how did you find the places that would sell things in bulk? Like, for example, shampoo and um,
0: dish soap, for example. Yeah, it was like, it was was tricky. Like, I mean, I lived really close at that time. I lived really close to um, uh, Natural Food Pantry, or Rainbow Foods, I should say. Yeah, Rainbow Foods. I was in the West End. And um, so that was close to, like, Terra 20 and things. But I also have, like, really sensitive skin. So even though I went to Terra 20, like, looking at some of their ingredients, I was like, I can't even purchase any of this stuff, which is why I started to make my own things. Um, Because otherwise, um, you know, I get, like, rashes or whatever uh, breathing sensitivities I get. Anyway, so... Um, but Rainbow Foods had like a bulk section and they were good. They were good at me bringing in my jars and tearing them and then, and then going and and then or purchasing whatever things I needed at the time. And then, um, even before, even back then, like Bulk Barn hadn't allowed you to bring in your own containers, so I couldn't even shop there, but now Bulk Barn you can bring in whatever you you know whatever containers you have as long as they're clean and then they tear it and um that was like a huge thing because we like you know signed this petition and sent it to them and they started it in Toronto and then it was like really well received there and so they moved it across all bulk but yeah new grocery hadn't oh so
1: so so Bulkburn only started letting you bring your own containers after, a peti- like, this petition? Kim? Yeah, like, yeah. Like I don't, actually don't know petition. much about it. Oh, yeah. Who's, so who's we, we, like? Uh, <laughs> um,
0: there was, like, a few of us. There's, like, a zero-waste bloggers network or whatever, but um, I think it was one of the women. I can't remember. Like Crystal or Christina or something. They like, she started it, and then we just, like, signed it all and then sent it to them. And then more people, you know, signed it. Yeah. So that was like a huge, um, huge accomplishment to get them to. That's amazing. Yeah. It was like, um, so that was just last year.
1: Wow. So that, because I was wondering when Bulkburn started that, but it's only been a year and that was actually from just a group of people petitioning for that like did you find you you ate enough of the nutrients you needed to because it's like i'm just trying to picture like because when i go grocery shopping i feel like there's so many challenges like i want to buy the blueberries but they're in plastic or um if i want to buy chickpeas like if i had to go to bulk barn two years ago you know like i couldn't wouldn't have been bringing my own container so how did you do all that Like, how did you eat well, and then how did you learn to make your own stuff?
0: (laughs) Funny, because it's, like, funny how much I forget when it's, like, you know, it's been so long ago, like, going through the journey. But, um, like, for example, the blueberries I would get in the box. You can get a box of them at Farm Boy, I think. Um, So, they were, like, in cardboard. So, I'm, like, okay, so I can either put this in my compost or... um, like it'll, or I can, you know, throw it in the paper bin or whatever it is, The black box. It's the black box here. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't, I don't know. I think I just made a list of all the groceries that I would have normally um, bought. And then I like went to almost every grocery store to see if they had them, even like the little Asian ones. And, um, like small little side places I eat, like not like the, the big, you know, the big stores or anything. But I didn't find that it was like hard for me to eat well. I mean, I did change how I ate. Um, I went vegan for quite a while. Um, I'm not anymore. Um, and I think it's partly because um, I was losing like a lot of weight, like more than I was comfortable with. And it it was in part because you know I was running around doing all stuff like managing my business, um, and I just was like not thinking that I needed to eat like double, (laughs) you know, like because everything isn't yeah. I was like cooking your own food, and you know I did I did lose a lot of weight um, because I wasn't eating meat or anything like that, and. And that was because, or cheese, and that was because I just like was tired of, you know, going to, like taking the the drive to wherever that would put it in my container or, or whatever it was, and and um, and part of it was also like, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, stop eating meat because it's actually, you know, it's actually contributes like a lot the environment you
1: know to so so you learned how to make your own shampoo you learned how to make your own toothpaste like are those how did you learn that like through was it through the internet
0: yeah there's actually like a really good website it's like I think it's do-it-yourself natural kinds of recipes for toothpaste and then my friend um, sells soap and then she started making shampoo bars so I tried that then I would try, like, just Dr. Bronner's, and um, now it's just basically, um, like, I get, like, Dr. Bronner's unscented in bulk and uh, and put tea tree oil in it, and then that's, that's it. Yeah, and then sometimes, like, even now, I just, like, don't shampoo my hair for, like, a week. Just, I just wash it with water.
1: Do you have any advice for um, parents engaging on trying to reduce uh, waste and having kids and, you know, trying to make their lives easy at the same time?
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I think, like, having gone through all that and then, um, because I was really strict for that one year, right, and then, you know, you learn all of these things and you kind of see differently after Um, that it's not possible to do everything, Um, and that there are places, you know, there are parts of your life that um, you're just going to have to be accepting that, you know, you may not be able to reduce your waste in this area, but that that's okay, you know, because we get into these things, and we're really bad on, like, you know, being our own worst critic. So, like, we end up, like, being so critical of all of these things that we're doing. Like, I have some parents who, like, some of my friends who, like, um, who, like, say to me, like, oh, so terrible. Like, I got, like, a plastic spoon today. I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, I just want to be like, who cares? Like, if that's what we're worrying about, like, seriously, like, if that's what we're, what we're worrying about, we have an amazing life. Like, that is the smallest worry that we can think about you know like how we got this like bread and plastic or whatever and so I think that's like one of my biggest um pieces of advice is like you know try you know try to reduce your waste it would be it would be a terrible thing if you if you you know wanted to and then you just never tried or didn't like implement it into like your life and in small areas or, or wherever you could but I just, like, don't be hard on yourself. Like, just don't let anyone else also, for that matter, um, you know, make you feel bad or, or feel guilty and, or let yourself feel bad or, or be guilty, you know, if you, if you make a mistake or if you're not perfect. Because, like, it's just, it's impossible. Like, you can't, unless you're going to live completely off the grid and never have a car and decide that you're never going to travel and you're only going to grow your own things and you're never going to buy like, you know, technology or anything like you'll never buy anything again, then, you know, you can be like, yes, I am, I am perfect. But like, realistically, like, <laughs> yeah. so I think that it's just like a good thing to to try to remember that.
1: I like that it's a self-love journey as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. To have fun, just like have fun, right?
1: So, That's it, folks, our last episode of Series 2. If you like this episode, subscribe and leave a review on iTunes to keep it going. Until then, keep your eyes peeled for Series 3, live life, love true, and keep it real.